All right. About to wrap this thing up with Utah State getting the victory tonight, 35-13. It wasn't pretty, but, hey, you know what? There's no such thing as uh, ugly victories. You'll take them. W's are W's, no matter how you can get them in college football. And uh, you can see uh, the way that uh, this game started. There's no easy win in college football. And uh, Utah State was able to figure some things out there at the break and come out and really dominate this second half. Coach Anderson joins us for his postgame conversation. And, Coach, when we talked to you at halftime, you could tell he's just like, these guys just need to wake up. And, uh, boy, did they wake up in the second half. I think we all just anticipate there's always a lot of uh, fiery speeches. You know, we watch a lot of football movies, and you always hear about those speeches at halftime. But what was the conversation like to uh, light a fire under these guys? It was uh, it was a little fiery. I honestly, just got up on top of the bench and made sure everybody could see me and, and told them the truth, guys. We, we, um, we knew all week this was a tough place to travel to. And we had uh, we had come out and, and done exactly what I was concerned about. We'd played very, very uninspired, very lifeless football in the first half. And you mentioned that there are no easy games. I think to some degree there's a part of you that wants it to be. And they just weren't going to make it easy. And, and they're used to playing in this environment, and they just they just continue to play. So I challenged our guys at halftime. One of two things is going to happen. You're either going to go out and play the ball we're capable of playing, or you're going to go out and continue to play like we're playing and you're going to regret this one for the rest of your life because you're going to you're going to have a bad taste in your mouth when you go back home losing to these guys. And um, you know they responded, they did. It, you know, some leadership stepped up, energy picked up a little bit. Thought it was huge that we went down and got points in that first series, and then you get a three and out. And, and at that point, there was a spark kind of lit. You could feel the energy raise on our sideline, and we played much much better ball. We really didn't change anything schematically at all. We just simplified. And said, man, guys, go execute the way you're capable of. And, and that's exactly what they did. You know, a couple of plays there, Coach, right out of the, the locker room. The uh, the little slip out that almost got picked and turned back for six going the other way in that opening possession. And then you get the, the big play down the sideline for the touchdown. But then I thought that maybe the biggest set of plays in this game, 14-13, they get their opening drive of the second half. And you get a second down TFL from Halle and a Byron Vaughn sack, and you get a three and out, and then you get the ball back and go right down and score again. And I thought that might have been a key turning point in this game. No, absolutely. The the momentum, momentum changed in a big way right there. Uh, it, it looked completely different from that point on. Uh, those are those are spark plays, kind of light the fire into everybody. Uh, you're right, we got really, really close. They jumped the screen right there early. Could have easily been a pick six. Uh, but we didn't panic and came right back and got a one-on-one. I'm, I'm surprised they put – themselves in a position to, to let DT be one-on-one with a slot, and he, he walked right back past them. Those two tackles for loss come at a huge time because, just to be honest, it's just been muddy. It's just been really muddy. Uh, and, and that's what Doug Martin and his offense do. They just, they just pick you apart little by little, swing route here, bubble route there, crossing route here, and it just frustrates you. So when you can get to the quarterback and get them super off schedule, changes the whole game, and we did that so much better in the second half than, than we did in the first. Uh, I think that obviously DT is just a tremendous player, but Logan Bonner was what 15 of 19 passing in the second half, three touchdowns, uh, and just after throwing that interception, and we just talked to him. He goes, "Look, that may have been the worst decision I made in years on yep. that interception." <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, "He goes, yep. like I knew I had to make up for it." And he went out and he he was great in the second half. Yeah, he got a butt chewing on that one. That's just <laughs> something he is not allowed to do. He knows better. That's a run for three and slide and get us to third and medium or throw it in the 12th row. And that's just – that's a really careless play and one that he, he can't make. And he got he got his 
tail ripped. As soon as he came off, I got him once, and I wasn't happy, so I went and got him again. Uh, so we've uh, we got a lot of water under the bridge, of course, the two of us, and he was not surprised at my response at all. But, Coach, uh, any adjustments? Obviously, seven sacks, most of that coming in the second half, 14 TFLs. It looked like uh, Coach Bonda and the defensive staff were just saying, all right, we're going to come the middle, we're going to come off the edge. Was that some of the adjustments you made at the half? Yeah, we, we decided just to, hey, we're going to heat them up. We're going to find out. And they, and they did a good job. Quarterback did a really good job of hotting the ball out in some in some looks. But, um, you know, anytime they were trying to hang on to it at all with the pressure that we were bringing, it, it was going to give us a chance to land. Uh, we didn't change a lot. I think he just heated it up for a little while and kind of got some momentum. Our guys like to blitz. It kind of gave them a little juice. And then we made a couple plays, and it, it gets the ball rolling. But, um uh, we didn't, we didn't rewrite the defensive scheme at halftime, really just challenged them and, and gave them a little bit of freedom to go get the quarterback, and they responded. Well, you get jumped back into Mountain West Conference play, huge one against San Jose State. You know, then Wyoming, who just uh, beat the brakes off of Colorado State earlier today. And then, uh, and, then, wow. uh, and then you got New Mexico. So, I mean, that's the thing. These three games, you might be, I don't know, favored in them, but, but honestly, these are three really good teams that can create a lot of problems for you. Yeah, anybody in this league. Anybody in this league can go, and, and you got to be ready to play every week. This is another great example of that. If you're not, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to look bad. So we we need to uh, we need to get fresh. We really need to take care of our bodies over the next 24, 48 hours, and give ourselves a great chance to play our best ball. You know, we're we're in a position to control our destiny, and and I mean that's that's great. But also, there's nobody you can blame but yourself. You don't get it done. So we we really need to focus in these next three weeks and, and play our best ball. and Hopefully this is an eye-opening experience that, that you've got to come ready and you've got to be ready to play 60 uh, at your best. And, and we survived today but, but definitely did not play our best ball, and, and I'm hoping that we learn from this in a big way uh, down the stretch. A really quick, Coach, two, uh, two questions. First one, uh, Monty McGarry's health. I, I think he's okay. Uh, I'm not sure how bad it is a shoulder. Uh, he's a tough dude. He wanted to keep going. They they felt it was best to shut him down. Let's hope and, and, and pray that uh, that he's healed up and, and ready to go quickly. But it, it's going to be a day-to-day on him, I would think. And then can you talk a little bit about how special 13 is? I mean, Devin Tompkins, catch, that catch in front of you, uh, holy smokes. It, it, I don't know what his vertical is, but it's got to be 40-plus. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't have a long enough show probably really to give <laughs> no. him enough justice. The guy's just a great player and a great competitor. Uh, you know, the thing that I love is just he works like that every day. He looks just like that at practice every day. He never has an off day. He never comes with a bad, in a bad mood. He never takes a day off. He goes full speed. You almost have to pull him out because you can't get him to slow down. And he just he loves to compete. Uh, he's a huge spark plug for our team. Obviously, the confidence level with Logan Bonner to throw it near him is is probably too high because that's I think he just thought when he threw the interception, Devin will just go up and get it, which is you know he, at some point you got to throw the ball away. But man, he just is a phenomenal player with the ability to play all spots on, on the on the offensive side in terms of skill set, uh, and, and it just gives you a tremendous amount of flexibility. Heart uh, ached a little bit for Calvin Tyler. Uh, any early prognosis on him? Really too early to tell. I'm hoping he got off of it early enough where it didn't get too bad. It's 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 hard to know. Um, yeah. Didn't have time to talk about it. Really haven't evaluated it. I'm hoping it's I'm hoping it's something minor. Okay. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate your time. Sure, guys. Take care. There you go. Blake Anderson. Aggies get it done. 
final in this one, 35-13.